0: Whatever's on your website needs to reflect this in your sales collateral, it needs to reflect on what your salesmen are presenting, it needs to reflect on what you're giving at keynote presentations and seminars and trade shows, it needs to reflect it all needs to be the same messaging. Three,
1: two, one, zero, lift-off. We have a lift off.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is a podcast dedicated to doing marketing differently, providing value, making sure that your audience is taken care of way before you go in and ask for a sale. So serving first. We're doing basically different than what all of the other marketing strategies have talked about. So we try to bring on just, I guess... Co hosts who are experts in a certain field, and we have an amazing one today with us, uh, Brad Alexander. What's up, man?
0: Hey, man, how's it going? Good,
2: good. To be here. good. He, we're in the studio, right, Lauren? We are. I'm sorry, I didn't even introduce Lauren. I'm here, I'm sorry. she's here <laughs> to my right, as always. And uh, yeah, we're very excited to have Brad in our space today to talk to us about website design, the do's and don'ts, the things you should look out for, where to go if you're an established business, but then also if you're just a really Really new business starting out, Mm -hmm. how to really get a good website off the ground. And so, yeah, Brad, we're excited to jump into that, man. Man,
0: I'm fired up to be here. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Absolutely. Um, All right. But before we do that, before we dive into our topic, uh, we want to, we always try to kick things off with a little bit of something fun. (laughs) And so as Lauren's microphone falls down... Having issues. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so what do we do, Lauren? What's, what's...
1: We always start our podcast off with what are you obsessed with this week? Yes. So, Brad, what are you obsessed with this week?
0: Hmm. Um, I'll say right now um, there is something called T-Rex, T-E-E. Rex, uh, like R E X. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's a little shop in a town called Eureka Springs, and they have it's, I think their whole shtick is like Nerdvana. Mm-hmm. It's like selected collection of like Star Wars, Ninja Turtles, He Man stuff, but they also have this eclectic curated, I don't know, artwork and clothing lines from guys they they're like take different spins on some of these old characters and oh, like write stuff yeah, it's just yeah. really sarcastic snarky fun but it's i mean it's like a, if you're into any of that stuff at all you just kind of go bonkers while you're in there so yeah. i was there a couple of days ago and it's nice. just i haven't stopped thinking about it i had trouble not buying <laughs> my wife said hey do you want to grab a couple of shirts i was like i need to walk away first because yeah. <laughs> i might buy more than i needed to buy so yeah. it's pretty awesome so anyway that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I
1: don't think I've been I, in there when I've gone to Eureka
2: Springs. No, I know exactly the shop that you're talking about. It's, yep. very, it's usually closed. We always go to like uh, during the times that basically every shop is closed, which yep. is probably good so that we don't spend a bunch yep. of money, but yep. usually off season. So, yep. But uh, Eureka Springs, man, it's awesome
0: place. It's quirky. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. So what I'm obsessed with this week, and I, I can officially say this, but I've seen Joker Twice now in theaters. (laughs) Yeah, we're going down that path. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so uh, I love Batman Mm -hmm. and really love the Dark Knight series, but I was so excited when. You know, Walking Phoenix actually came out as the Joker, right? Mm -hmm. And just kind of a different look at it, a different dive in, really shot completely different than what... I'm trying to think of who the director was that did all of the Suicide Squad and Justice League and all that. I mean, that Mm -hmm. was very, like, neon and just lots of CGI. This is, like, straight, just dramatic acting, and it's a timepiece, so it's set in, like, the 1970s, which I love that era, so it's just, there's so many things about this movie that I absolutely love. And, I mean, it definitely has caused a lot of controversy Controversy, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: definitely, Um, especially around mental health and Mm -hmm. gun control and gun violence and whatnot. And I mean, it is definitely not for the faint of heart. And there were people that walked out both times I've seen it. Like they got up and walked out. I do my (laughs) wife. So (laughs) Lauren and my wife both. they, They you guys are all into the. Happy movies. Kind of I am not actually. Not? Oh, it's Taylor. It's your husband. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's uh. It was definitely. I mean, I love. I love a little little darkness and. Uh, oh gosh! <laughs> Can I say that? Is that okay? That's <laughs>
0: okay. Okay, I mean, it's fine with me. So,
2: <laughs> but I will <laughs> so reality
0: maybe yeah I,
2: exactly yeah so it means like real stuff like it's right. real life but it has this kind of superhero comic book world too. that's why I love the Dark Knight series because it's like it always verged it was always on the line of like yeah. realistic yeah sure. it's like probably happened, right 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 aquaman like flying out with a trident and jumping over like there was i was like eh maybe not
1: batman's got a lot more of the sci-fi element than the fantasy yes yes
2: absolutely absolutely but i'll go see the third time with anybody oh my gosh so (laughs) lane you want to go all right cool oh gosh (laughs) So, Lauren, what are you obsessed with this week?
1: So, I really like political dramas, and one of my favorites is Madam Secretary. So, this is on CBS. Um, I know a lot of people wanted to boycott getting an additional streaming service, but we like (laughs) CBS. Um, So, we were willing to, um, and I'm just really excited that it's back. Uh, Uh, It's one of those shows that tends to take a while to get back on it's like
2: a British show where they take like multiple years off of seasons it's like they just <laughs> yeah. kind of get like we'll get around to it whenever right. we want to film a new season
1: yeah it's, it's not like that oh, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> um, it's just I, it's generally doesn't wait until like November or oh, October yeah, yeah. you know obviously it's October but yeah um, Anyway, like
0: late fall right? yeah ah, um, and okay. then it kind of
1: finishes up you know late winter and then it's like we're done which is kind of crazy to me I'm like, I would like it to keep going, but they say no. So anyways, I'm glad it's back, and I'm very excited for this season. You're
2: getting into all the political stuff. I do like politics, but
1: it's just I can only take it in so many doses on the right
2: Mm-hmm. On the right. Oh, No, and then right? on the like, you... right,
1: oh, you mean <laughs> right? Oh, element. Okay.
2: okay. I'm about to have to mark this explicit content. That's you know? right. So yes. the politics of the left and right. So oh, my gosh. um that's good though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't I I'm I've heard of the show but never
1: right. actually. You watched know, it, like so. I tried Scandal, but it got too crazy it got too scandalous. Oh, you know, and okay. it got too crazy. Um so I, I this out. is the one I, I went well, I did I binged West Wing and then I would loved yeah, that and West then Wing. was like Madam
2: so okay. All right. We're gonna make a hard transition now. <laughs> yep. Let's do it into web design. So, Brad. Yes. Sir. Um. You are actually Storybrand certified, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So, if you guys don't know, uh, Donald Miller, who is an author that I really I don't read a lot, especially through college, mm-hmm. and Blue Like Jazz was was just obviously his biggest hit, and then it came out with actually the movie that came out for. I Donald, think they did. Yeah, know? he made one. Yep. Um. And so anyway uh donald miller's amazing author but founded story brand um which is basically uh, why am i trying to explain it say. hey brad why don't you tell us <laughs> what it means to be story brand certified exactly since you're on the show anyway that's right i figured that's you'd right. go ahead i'd like it. to hear you try to explain it Brian. yeah <laughs> you just heard it and it was a little rough I just, I'm just i a big Donald Miller fan, so that's just, right, I, mean, right. I can right. just talk about Donald Miller. That's like, really Blue where you're like going. Blue Mike Jazz, there's All a the movies, things. there's movies, right. there's yeah. an audio book out there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. take it no, away. Right.
0: Yeah. So Story Brand is basically um, a marketing framework um, that uses the power of storytelling mm-hmm. um, and, and basically the seven components of one of the most popular storytelling methods and frameworks, and it helps businesses use that to apply it to their marketing so they can be clear with what they say and can get through and cut through the noise of the marketplace. So if there's something distinct about your business, what you do, what you offer, or your position with it, then StoryBrand helps you dial that in and say it clearly. hmm concisely in a way that the people you're trying to attract actually want to hear. Yeah. And so um, that's that and they have workshops, they have a book, there's online stuff and that in that in that's fashion. So to be story of certified certified as a I guess a guide is what they call us is basically We've gone through the framework ourselves. There's folks like me out there, but then what we they've also done is made sure that companies that want to use StoryBrand in their business but need extra help to do it, then they can go down the line of any marketing deliverables, websites, emails, social media, strategy, all that stuff that those people – who are certified know how to take story brand and run that offense yeah, for yeah. a company or help them use that and apply it to their marketing. And so besides just I got my message and I'm trying to do something with it, if they get hung up in that, but I wanna get somebody that knows story brand, then we're certified on the backside of helping people use it in the deliverables that they're going to use in the marketing world.
2: That's pretty awesome. So it's not just specifically marketing consultants, but yet there's some stuff that's kind of tied to it as well. So if you, hey, I want a video, like a videographer who has StoryBrand certified. Mm -hmm. So that way, that same messaging conveys in the video, but then also on the website, but then also on your marketing materials or your social media, like it can just all work together and there's basically independent contractors, I guess, that can kind of help make you a for a solution. Right,
0: right. Yeah, it's pretty good. So there's kind of this whole pool and network of people who have different strengths and resources but if you all speak the language of story brand if you will then that just levels the playing field and so you Mm -hmm. can bring in two or three different people or one guy to help fold those pieces in and you don't have to re-explain everything to somebody new that you might be afraid what are you going to do with this i want you to run an email campaign oh my gosh what's around you know just some of that stuff you can eliminate a lot of that fear if you already believe in the power of story brand
2: for it so that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great. See, that's why I love it. Yeah, I was. That was what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I,
2: I just couldn't get there. Yeah, quick enough. Yeah. So, um, but so specifically, your area, really, your area of expertise in this, uh, in this area, is, um, uh, websites, sure. website design. Right. So, um, talk to us a little bit. We're gonna kind of dive into that. But, um, Lauren, actually, you kick us off with a few different questions, maybe that we've had, because we sure. get asked about website design all the time yep. from different people, and we have have really tried not to I mean that's just not our area of expertise sure. I mean we can mm-hmm. figure our way out through it and we've built I've built several websites myself but it is one of those that to do it well mm-hmm. right you have to look out for certain things so
1: True sure. I think back in the back in the day, it was impressive that you had a website, right. but now everyone can easily get a website. Right. And so it's really defining what is a quality website and what it's supposed to have. And I think we have get a lot of questions from our clients on you know, what kind of messaging they should have, what kind of features, how many pages should I have, how many pictures, and mm-hmm. it just gets into this endless amount of questions. Right. Um, and I think there's just so much misinformation out there as well. Yeah. So that's what our hope is today, is to kind of walk away with some great tips on how you can build or refine a quality website.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, so, um, kind of where we kind of started back to the basics is every website needs what?
0: Oh, what? Fill one, in the blake. to, yep. to exist. No. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Every website needs what, you know, the gist of it is, um, like you said, back in the day, it was important. It was impressive to have a website mm-hmm. now. And since, now, if you don't have a website, it automatically breeds skepticism. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. are these people legit? Yeah, do you yeah. have a website? Because we're just expecting even even if it's a mom and pop shop or something, you expect them to have a website. Which is not a bad problem because um, we're also digital. We want to get on there and investigate before we do business. And so, what that means, though, is that if you if you're going to have a website, then it needs to it needs to separate you from the others in a in a way that's meaningful, that's impactful, that helps you connect with the right people, and it really just dis- detour the wrong people. Mm. Especially if you have a nuanced type of business that certainly serves something specific, you don't want to have a bunch of people calling you that don't need what you're selling you yeah, know if yeah. I sell tires why are you calling me about hospital gloves right like I don't <laughs> want to have that yeah. problem and so um so really at the gist of it what a website needs and there's six different sections and components but you need to have a strong home page that clearly communicates what you offer and what you do Um, and it's in simple, clear language. It's not big, fancy $10 Scrabble words. Um, Mm -hmm. it's something that people can understand on a fourth grade level, but it's powerful enough to evoke a little bit of an emotion. Like, yeah, I need that. I feel that. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to pursue this and I'm curious more about it. So it needs to be clear and to the point about what you offer. What do you sell? How's it going to make my life better? And really, how do I do business with you? If I have to find the number to call or it's not clear, like, how am I supposed to? What do they want me to do here? Mm-hmm. Then you're really just annoying people. Yeah. Um, it's not an art piece. It's a communication tool. And I think that's if you get that in your mindset, then that helps. Um, That's
2: really good. Yeah. And that actually, I mean, especially with websites and and that front home page, a lot of times we think it's about us mainly. Mm -hmm. And so we start telling them about us rather than, and we've talked about this in the past, just the basics of, yeah, how do I get in touch with you? Where are you located? Right. What are your hours? You know what I mean? Like, that's the most time when you think about it, even from a personal standpoint, a lot of times that's all I'm looking for. Right. I'm like, I kind of know about this business a little bit, pull up their website and I'm digging through pages. I'm like, where in the world? So i I go back to Google. (laughs) I'm like, where? Are they exactly you know? Right. And so a lot of times we miss that connection right up front with not having that information on their homepage. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think um, I was doing a little bit of research and Adobe actually had a really cool quote about that, where it's, they say, "When people interact with websites, they expect excellent user experience. If you fail to satisfy their needs, they'll simply move to your competition, which might just be a click away. That's why with every design decision, you should think what's best for the visitor and mm-hmm. try to make the experience as pleasant as possible. Yeah. And I think especially where graphic design is more in everyone's hands, you know, Um, I think sometimes it's a little bit dangerous because it becomes more about, I want it to look really, really cool rather than it being built for the customer and making it as easy for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. There used to be, you know, websites I would go to when I was in college and it was all new, what people could do with them. And they wanted you to spend 10 minutes on their homepage just clicking around to see what happened. Yeah. And it was kind of like novelty, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's like if I have to spend more than like three seconds to figure it out, I'm like, ooh, what in the world? Like Mm -hmm. you just get frustrated. Um, that's just how it's changed, and so yeah, the design needs to inform what what we're we trying to help people accomplish here, besides just brag or look good. Yeah. Um, those are those are differences for sure.
2: Here's the deal: I I liked my GeoCities website, yeah, okay. You're a and fan, MySpace. Yeah, like absolutely. Right, right, right. I had you know some like lights popping in from the side, <laughs> and the link was over here, and you had to like chase the link around, right. and finally it click on fun. it. You know, right. it was fun. Yeah. Right? I wanted to frustrate my anybody that landed on GeoCities.com slash whatever. <laughs> Whatever random thing I was into at 14 years old. Right, so right. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, did you build a GeoCities, Lauren? Do you even no, know what that is? Not, Lane doesn't. I know for a fact
1: that I had right. a Zanga page. Yeah. yeah okay. There you okay. Go. Kind of back there, okay. but Thank no, you. that was a little.
0: Yeah. You know, that's okay, Lauren. I'm sorry. sorry.
1: All right, uh, Brad. Tell us what are your top pet peeves for websites?
0: Top pet peeves for websites. Um, first thing is something I will always say is a scrolling carousel where yeah. it goes side to side it's like conversation <laughs> that you're trying to finish and before you figure it out the next thing comes like, it's just annoying and like, we are uh, yeah. it's it's us trying to cram so much at the top where nobody's paying attention to it and mm-hmm. so it's not the place for it um things that look like written letters as opposed to scannable content mm-hmm. um If you don't have bolded headers that are short and easy to read because people are thrumming through and scanning, they want to see what the sections are about or what you're talking about. If it's just a block text down, which sadly a lot of sites do, nobody cares about it. It's ugly and it feels like a crammed closet. It's too much there. Um, An overuse of animation things flying in and shooting up knocking (laughs) microphones out of the way like a few things to add subtly or to add subtle oh this is alive is good but when it's you can just tell when somebody got a little too excited Yeah, and it's like it becomes distracting from what it's trying to say um If a company can afford it, it's frustrating when they don't. When they just use stock photos instead of Uh, real photos of people mm -hmm. in their company, Um, just show your business. Don't show me that guy I've seen on everybody else's website that looks like the corporate business guy shaking hands. You know, Um, get get photos of your own business um, for sure. Can't stop you for just a second. I have to rant on this. I'm okay. so sorry, bro. It's right,
2: man. There is invade uh, I'm not going to name the company, but they literally uh, their their promotional video about their company was a bunch of stock mm. footage. And then by the time they got to them, they looked nothing like <laughs> the stock footage. You're like, "Oh gosh, like that's they not look I'm like hiring. that's not who I thought they yeah, were." Yeah, exactly. And I kind of knew, so I'm watching this video and I'm like, "This is not this is not them." And it was like really like fast paced, right? Uh, you know, right, really right, right. on, all these things. And I was like, oh, this is bad. Yep. And then I got to the end, and it's it's like on the office when they're like the Michael's, you know, when you right, right. you're like they're just waving. <laughs> it's like that's the end of it.
0: And it's like, oh, that's the business, right? And you're like,
2: yeah. Oh, th- that looks like who you are, right. right? Not all of this other stuff. But I agree. Yeah. Same with the especially being a photographer. Mm-hmm. It's always frustrating because you could hire a, a decent photographer to come in a couple hundred bucks, right? Completely just give you so much content of you and your business which is what who your customer wants to connect with anyway absolutely
0: yeah okay that's okay continue on please Um, (laughs) everything being in the menu bar at the top yeah everybody does need to know where it is up there Mm -hmm. Um, you need to have a few things to make them quick but put it at the bottom 90% of people these days know scroll down the bottom to find every page on your site yeah they should be there just don't stuff it at the top um three or four or five page links. Max, I really try to shoot like two or three, maybe even zero, just a big button that says call now or buy now or whatever if you can handle it. Um, but just overcrowded stuff. Again, it's just us trying to put things we think are important places that just visually distract. That's and good. So, um, That's really good. Yeah, and then... Um, I think, and this is usually when people don't have designers doing it. It's just an overuse of too many colors, too many different kinds of fonts, and it's yeah. more basic graphic design stuff. Like, don't use seven different kinds of fonts. Don't use comic sans mm. ever, ever, ever. Mm. Um, you know, use bold and not bold, and then a couple of different type you know font faces, and then make them different sizes for the right thing. But, and also, don't type in all caps. Yeah. As far as long sentences, you know. It's okay (laughs) if, like, it's a section-like phrase. Yeah. Different story, but...
2: We we mainly focus on wingdings. wingdings. That's a, perfect. It's <laughs> our <laughs> favorite. Uh, okay. That's what we refer all our clients. Yeah, communicate that's pretty good. That, yeah, so. cipher. The that's not
1: right. I'm it's like
0: pre emojis. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Whenever I think of uh, the design aspects, we really encourage, of course, our clients to use a style guide. And um, yeah, but I just always think of the the skip papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> yes. So good. And now you see it everywhere. Right. The buyers are like, oh, oh,
0: no. I like, can't not see it. I yeah. can't unsee what you just did. <laughs> that's awesome. So, those would be my, my biggest pet peeves quickly. but.
1: Okay, so we've talked a little bit. We kind of touched a little bit on what you shouldn't do, but kind of go us down a little bit further on that road. Mm-hmm. What should you always avoid right now on your website? Mm.
0: Yeah, um, talking about yourself too much especially at the beginning. Um, there'll be there's places on your site like the about page or something that somebody may want to know, hey, where the, how long this guy's been in business and what did they do and I wonder what how grandpa started that business. Sure. But if that's the first thing we're putting top of mind, then we're really just trying to talk about ourselves and we're trying to brag about our business. We may not think we are, but we feel like it's important. They need to know our story. They need to know about us. And really that's when we go to a website as a consumer That's not the first thing we're asking. I hope these guys, these founders, tell me their life story. (laughs) That's not why I searched in, like, where do I buy shoes near me, right? right. Um, That might inform the way you do business. It might be important to your customer experience. It might inform the values that you have. And, I'm, and it's okay to still have those things, but if you're trying to help people get into your doors or do business with you faster, you got to put that in a different place yeah. or let that come further down the road. It's kind of like going on a date with somebody, somebody that you're trying to get to know. Your website is very much a, hey, I, I'm trying to make sure that you like me and that maybe you want to go on another date with me. But like date four or five or six, that's when you bring the family history. You don't do that on date one. (laughs) And we're going to spend here for seven hours. I'm going to air all my emotional problems, right? Right. Um, We've all you know known those people, and they're usually not really healthy relationships. And so um, it's the same kind of deal with your website. You're starting a relationship or advancing a relationship with a potential customer. So just make sure you're helping them and serving them know what they need to know and help them out. That's awesome.
1: Dang. So good. Yeah. (laughs) Well...
2: All right, don't drop the mic. Right, uh, uh, we're done, done. Right, we just, right? We're good. We're good. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, kind of thinking about our demographic that we're looking at, um, a lot of times we have young businesses that are starting out, and it can be a pretty daunting, you know, we're one of those, we're a little bit younger, and Mm so, when we launch our website, we know it's kind of that mad rush, I have to have a website, I have to get it out, right Right. right now, and I have to have all my information, and it's so overwhelming to know what are the essentials, and so, can you kind of fill us in on what should young businesses do when they're launching their website?
0: Yeah, I mean I think the basics, the bare bones basics are you need to have a homepage that's going and that needs to be a sales page for your business. Um it, you don't need to have a separate sales page for your business. Like your homepage should function like that. Mm. And so think of it in those terms, not like a long form like try to buy this product now, but mostly sure. like this is why this is that's this is why we are valuable to you as a company. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um and so that needs to be your homepage, needs to be an anchor for that if you don't have any other product lines or if you do and there we can go down that path that's a different story but basically it's basically here's my homepage you need to have some contact information like a contact page so that people can figure out if it's not on your homepage for some reason that what's your number where's your address where's the emails i need to get in touch with people mm-hmm. And then probably some sort of an about page, um, just because some people, they that is a pretty highly trafficked page, typically, well, I'm going to read more about these people. And then you can explain more, here's our staff, here's our team. But even with that, you don't want to just start talking like, you know, Jennifer loves dogs and she's been around for 25 <laughs> years. I mean, you can add that she likes dogs in there, that's <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. But it, you want to make sure that part of what your business is trying to do is tied into even your staff descriptions. Hey, Brian loves helping business market. They're bi- he's been doing that for this long. He loves video. He loves this and this, and he also likes creepy Joker movies. You yeah, know, whatever. Else. But <laughs>
2: we'll throw that up front.
0: Throw that in there a little say, bit, yeah. you know. But um, those are the bare ba- the, the bare bones. Hey, the homepage is pretty clear about what you do, what you offer. You maybe have some contact and about page. If you offer blog posts or online resources, then have that as a separate category. But that, that, that's the gist of it. Mm. If you have service offerings below that, like we, we change oil, we do tires, we do transmissions, then you can kind of take people down a path where they can click on those to find out more. But don't try to stuff all that on the front page. It's too yeah. much because yeah. there's too much information being thrown at people. Is yeah. that – Simple oh yeah, yeah. no, okay. that's
2: great. And I think that applies to multiple <laughs> businesses too. I mean, you're, we we all want the same thing. We all want when we land on a homepage, we want that information, and we don't want to be bombarded. We don't want a ton of stuff thrown at us. I mean, you just kind of think of that as um, from a natural standpoint, yeah. right? Me as a consumer, and I think we forget that when we are building out, and we're like, well, my consumer is different than me.
0: They right. want all the information. They want it they all want right here. Everything. Right. Yeah. Long form paragraphs yeah. about this big that look like a letter. Right. Yeah. yeah. About
2: thousand words just right. right right up front right, right where you can see right. it so right um, no i think that's great man and that actually it almost as crazy as it sounds it makes it simpler yeah right because you're like wait i don't have to think about all of this content make it just very simple make sure they know the structure make sure they know where to find me make sure they know what i offer and how we're going to solve that problem yep. that they have so yep
0: absolutely
1: so on the flip side, thinking about a well-established business, and these might be the businesses that you know are proud to be an open 25, 30 years, yep. um, and a lot of times if they haven't um, continually updated their website, or maybe they have, um, you can find way too much information or it's just dated. It's not the, I guess it's just not user-friendly, to be really honest sure. with you. Um, but it's hard, I think, for those well-established businesses because they they're used to and comfortable with the information that is housed on their website, right? Right. right. Um, and they might be a little bit, maybe even to an unhealthy degree, very attached to the way it is. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so what advice would you give to those, um, how to let go of their attachments, but also um, how to keep what they love? But I don't know. Yeah. What's your advice for those?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, my first thing would be to ask them, ask, I would ask if they were talking to me, I'd ask him, are you comfortable with how fast you're growing right now? Mm. And if their answer is yes, then i say, okay, don't change anything. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Like if you are at a pace and you're growing enough, then it's like, okay, then there's no, you don't need to reinvest in your website. And, and again, if it's because, well, it's, it's obviously not doing you any harm right now. You mm-hmm. feel like you can grow enough. You have a good product or a good service that's, that you're able to sell. Mm-hmm. I don't think your website's doing that for you well, but if that's not a hindrance to the growth pace that you want to have. Maybe you don't need to drop $10,000, $20,000 on a new website refresh. That's okay. Save some money. Mm -hmm. If you feel like there's some hesitations or hurdles that you're consistently having to overcome about your branding, about who you are, about who customers think you are, um, your website is just a tool in that piece. And so – whatever's on your website needs to reflect what's in your sales collateral. It needs to reflect on what your salesmen are presenting. It needs Mm. to reflect on what you're giving at keynote presentations and seminars and trade shows. It needs to reflect. It all needs to be the same messaging. And so, if you are finding that to be a problem, then a a website's a good anchor piece to revisit Yeah, yeah. that can then inform the rest of the stuff that comes out of it Um, just because it's the biggest digital presence that you're going to have. And so, in that regard that so if you are if you don't feel like you're growing as fast as you want to or you feel like you could be growing more or whatever that is if that's a pain point like man i'm just ugh. then it's worth the investment to ch- to take a look at it because a lot of us man our website can turn into like that storage container we have <laughs> yeah. or that garage that we've stopped parking in yeah well <laughs> uh, you just it just becomes too much of a headache to yeah. look at and deal with but then once you get in there and refreshing it up um. Then you I may mean, you just you're all you're never disappointed in that. Yeah. yeah. And there's been a handful of companies that I've worked with that are that have those kind of big clunky over stuff. They are done in the, like the early mid 2000s or whatever. Or, you know, even earlier before that. And when we get to the place of their site refreshes and represents what they're doing now, there's a little bit of an emotional, like, it's just like, Oh my gosh, finally, this represents who I feel like we are. And that's something to be proud of. And not, again, not just because you want to tout your reputation, but because you're trying to actually communicate with people Mm -hmm. so that if so and so sees your email and goes to it and they see your website, you know that that website is going to help reinforce what you do and the problem that you solve and help just grow your business as a tool that way yeah does that make sense absolutely
2: yeah I think we've I mean, you can imagine, I I know actually my father, his, his uh, business that they work for, they had the same website for the longest time Mm -hmm. and had and got a refresh and brand refresh. It was like, you could tell a difference in the actual employees. Like they just kind of were like something to be proud of, you know, it's like all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're finally catching back up. Right. And you, I mean, culture wise, it helps even build that into your, in your company. It does. um, I think that's, that's super important. That's pretty awesome.
0: It's something I'll joke with people and say, Hey, you know, like (laughs) you guys, we all have kids, right? You know when people come over unexpectedly, and you're like, they come in the door, like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry, my house is a mess." <laughs> yeah. Like that feeling, like I, there people will talk about that way about their website. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. you don't, oh no, go to my, just don't, don't even look at my website. Like you just feel <laughs> like you're apologizing for it, yeah. And it, you just, if that's where it is, and that then you need to deal with that. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's worth the investment to deal with that. Cause then again, you just don't want to be ashamed of what you're, what's representing your company out there. Absolutely. You don't need to. Yeah. Um,
2: well, it's taking mind space for you too. I mean, you're you're always thinking about that and you can't be confident going yes. into the market and presenting a solution. Right? You're, <laughs> as, like,
0: as long as you know, they don't check my website. Go <laughs> <yeah,
2: yeah. laughs> we'll look at our Instagram account instead. Actually,
0: right, right, so, right. Know. It's way better. Check out these videos okay. that go Rogues were making for yeah, us. Yeah, that's Those right. Way better. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
2: Yeah. All right. So um, just kind of wrapping up too, though, um, what are basically for you, what's kind of some advice that you can give to somebody who is really like needing to take that plunge? What What is something that they can do to, to kind of make the first necessary step to either contact somebody about changing the website? Right. Do they need to look at branding? Like, what is it exactly? Like, What advice would you give somebody?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... I mean, I think it just depends on the price point for like barebone startups. you know it's different than somebody who's got a product that they're generating some revenue in. Um, I think one thing I do tell people really no matter if you if it's something you just know you can't handle yourself. yeah, yeah, like you need to get in your mindset to expect to to spend, you know, at a baseline forty five hundred dollars. That's for like a real basic, and this is not just design, but somebody that can also help you write it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 4,500, 5,000, kind of in that range. Um, and then if you're bigger, then a bigger company, then just expect more than that because there's more at stake with it and the person you're bringing in needs to think through a lot more on your behalf and also just help you dial things in better Yeah, absolutely. and so just be pre- like I would say just prepare for that because like oh my gosh shouldn't it be like a hundred bucks well if you get a hundred dollar website <laughs> then you get a hundred dollar website and, yeah. and don't complain about it yeah, if that's what yeah. you can afford that's fine on the other side you know tools like Squarespace um and things like that, you can get a decent looking designed website for really Mm -hmm. cheap. And they make their, their whole business models are set up to help you get rid of the design problem.
2: Yeah. From, is
0: it going to be mobile friendly? Is it going to look on somebody? Is it going to look good on somebody's phone or whatever else? Hey, it's an awesome tool. I help people build those kind of websites all day long because they don't they don't need the customization like a WordPress will provide for them yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but you still need to pay attention to what's it going to say, what am I communicating? Yeah. And so no matter what platform you use, that is an issue you have to deal with. And so, you know, that, that's, that's the thing I would point people to really check out. And so, I mean, I'm going to say story brand is a great place for that. There's a building a story brand book is walks oh, you through yeah. the great, it's fantastic reading through that and working through that messaging and you can even find a lot of examples online of how what a good website template would look like I mean you can email me I've got a couple of free things that I could send you to it's just like hey here's kind of some general templates you could try to follow if you're really trying to do it yourself yeah, yeah. Um, and just to get the idea down but that's I mean, that's probably one of the main couple of the main that's things awesome. i would point out. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that's great. Um, so speaking of that, where can people contact you, follow you? They do want to get in touch about maybe having a consult on their website.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, my business name is clear message marketing. My name's Brad. So Brad <laughs> at clear message marketing. <laughs> oh, okay. it's that's pretty clear. simple. Yeah, it's long that's... to tight, but easy to remember, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where I hang out. So um, awesome. Easy to to contact me on that. But yeah, websites are huge. They're helpful. Absolutely. And I think it can be worth doing.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, make sure if you guys have any questions or if you're listening to this, we provide all of the show notes at gorogax.com. We'll make sure to put all of Brad's contact information there so you guys can jump over there if you missed any of that. But clear message marketing, it's it's pretty good. I mean, that's easy to remember. So that's good. Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, Brad. Thanks so much for joining us today. This is awesome. I have just learned so much. And now I'm thinking about all the terrible things on our website that we have to go back and right. So, but anyway
0: point. (laughs) Look at their website. Don't let them apologize for it. (laughs) Go look at it right now.
2: Oh, oh goodness. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. All right. Thank you guys. We'll see you next Week. week. All right. All rapid right. fire. Let's rock and roll. All
1: right. Rapid fire. Where is the last place you'd be caught dead?
0: Oh, goodness. <laughs> Am I you- supposed to go first? Yeah, do it, bro. <laughs> <what> I'm trying <laughs> to <laughs> <laughs> <think>. <laughs> The last place I'd be caught dead.
1: Last yeah. place.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: Oh, and that's pretty oh. extreme. But like a place you really don't like.
0: Yes, you wouldn't catch yeah.
2: me dead in LSU campus. I think that oh, not that oh. I really care, but like I have so many like my family would be like, wait a second, where did where did he, you went? Where was he at? Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know. That's mine a, would that's be CeCe's Pizza.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. I love uh, CeCe's
2: Pizza. Yeah.
1: It's such a scary place. The
2: Alfredo, like uh, pizza, it makes me feel exhausted. like nauseous Pages, thinking yeah. about it. Ugh. There's one across the street. Let's go. Gross. Next team lunch. No. CeCe's Pizza. I'm making it happen. <laughs>
1: I mean, I like their new logo. That's great. There you go, yeah. Uh, that's, it. that's all I got good. for CC's. Yeah.
2: All right, Brian. Man,
0: you? Um you? Callie, just on that same vein, I want to say Taco Bell. <gasps> but my kids love Taco Bell. My husband loves which Taco Which is a problem. Cause, yeah. But I'm just... I'm like, there's just so much better. Yes, um, there is. Just <laughs> so much better. This is the best. No, it's not.
1: Yeah.
2: And you and my wife, we get along because we go to Bueno mm-hmm. instead of Taco Bell. Taco
0: Bell because it's like somehow it's like a step up. Yeah. No, yeah. A there's a debate out better. there. I've, I've been involved in sometimes. Like I think it's better than Bell. No, it's yeah, not. But, I don't know. But you, know. you feel better about <laughs> it yeah. yourself, yeah. at least. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: All right. We got to think here. Oh, no. Would you rather be without internet for a week or without your phone?
2: Phone. Phone.
1: That's pretty good. Oh, yeah.
2: I could live without my phone.
1: I. I. With. with mom with small children that mm. likes times when we can have a little bit of screen time and uh-huh. being able to watch our favorite shows on Netflix mm-hmm. it'd be pretty scary to do a week i would probably be good, we can pop in a DVD school. <laughs> <sighs> cool. Fox is really into his shark show right now yep, so. that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say I, I would yeah, I, I need my internet so I guess without my phone yeah
2: yeah, it's, no internet by far, especially moving. Internet's no internet sounds like running water. He yeah, says. I know. Yeah, yeah, Sadly,
0: rough. but yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, those are good. Yeah. Good job, Lauren. All right, we're out. This uh, is tranquility base here. The
1: angle has landed.